The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Hello, church. Welcome back on another Saturday afternoon. And and also, if you miss any part of the coming program, or some of you maybe already found it, am980themission.com. Or and that's where... Dot org. Dot com. Is it dot com? Yeah, thanks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're messing with me now. Because <laughs> I that's just a side to the audience, because we're in this together. I messed okay. it up on the last show, so oh. I thought I'd open with it. But anyway, thank you. It is dot com. And so, just, uh, my name is Jim Moore. I am with the, one of the hosts with Prison Transformation Radio. I'm also the executive director of the R3 Collaborative, and that's that's kind of the mission behind the mission, is we're really trying to join ministries together, and we've got some great things coming up today and in the shows ahead. So my co-host, blessed partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. How you doing? I'm doing great, yeah. yeah. What's up gotta... with you, man? <laughs> Well, we had a great show last week, and we have an even better one maybe today, you know, as the Lord works. I think and we so. Hear He's about shaking his head. How but... God's working and uh, transforming lives as they're coming out of prison. And so long-term rehabilitation and recovery, you know, is so critical to what we're all about here on Prison Transformation Radio. Oh, amen. And if you're lucky enough to be listening to this show on a Saturday afternoon in March, We've got April 2nd Chance Month coming up, Mm -hmm. and this is a major, across the country, a major event where we're working at at breaking the curse of incarceration, giving people a second chance, Mm -hmm. April 22nd Mm -hmm. at Seafoam Stadium. Uh, at, that's at Concordia University. There's going to be Paul. the walk mm-hmm. in St. Paul. If you go to r3collaborative.org, you'll get a link to the site and all the information you need. So mm-hmm. we can all do something in April. Absolutely. And then on March 15th, if you're lucky enough to be ahead of that date, we are going to be at the Salvation Army mm-hmm. Adult Rehabilitation Center You're gonna from 11 till noon. We're going to hear lunch. from Major Jerry. And then yeah. from noon to one, they're going to cook for us. We're going to just join right in. You can get tours and come behind the scenes. And all of that leads into our guest today. We have Major Jerry, the administrator with the Adult Rehabilitation Center. And then we have Jason, who is not only an employee there, but is also an alumni Mm -hmm. and a product of the product, as we used to say. I'm a product of Teen Challenge. That's where the Lord found me and turned my life around. And my brother Jason, he's a product of the Adult Rehabilitation Center. And so, Major Jerry, we met relatively recently. We've been planning to come visit you all at the Adult Rehabilitation Center. And folks can't see you. They can hear you. I love you. That conversation we had, you moved me, you inspired me, the leadership that you provide. And I don't know that much about you, so I thought on the show you could start a little bit with your, where did you come from? I mean, you're such a blessing for that place. So tell us a little bit about you and help our listeners understand a little background of the Adult mm-hmm. Rehabilitation Center at the Sally. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a great opportunity, Jim, and Pastor Dwight, thank you so much for being here. <clears throat> and uh, also, I, I represent one half of the administration team, 
Okay. So, you know, my wife is, uh, Major Vanji is the other administrator. At the, the better half. The better mm-hmm. half. There you go. Yeah, she's the brains of the operation. Oh. Uh, yeah, she does an amazing job. And it's really, in, in the Salvation Army, it's a package deal. Hmm. Both man and wife are ordained and commissioned. And so it's of just course. a, it's a team deal. And it's wonderful. And, and I love it. I, hmm. I am absolutely living the American dream. I'm doing what I love to do, and I get paid yeah. to do it. Awesome. And it's just a great opportunity. I'm and, doing what I love to do, and I yeah. volunteer to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's paying me, but now, I'm doing right, it. Right, right, right. So now if you can pay me for the opportunity for you to do that, right, we can arrange for that. We've got some rich donors out there. Yeah. I don't know, but please continue. It's I'm just a, a great opportunity. The Adult Rehabilitation Center. Now, uh, ladies, sorry about this. In Minneapolis, uh, there there are programs available around the country for the Adult Rehabilitation Center, uh, but our program in, in Minneapolis at this point is just for men. It's mm. a phenomenal opportunity. I mean, it really is a transformational opportunity. <clears throat> we really uh, facilitate, we hope, a meeting between uh, men and Jesus. Okay. We, we, we can't change mm-hmm. folks. We, all right. we can do is provide an opportunity to facility for that to happen. That's and right. at, uh, at the Adult Rehabilitation Center, it's really about the holistic approach. It's about looking at every part yeah. of a man's life, mm-hmm. uh, not, just the, uh, not just the possible addictions piece, but there are lots and lots of, 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 of scars and, and guilt and mm-hmm. shame and all the different things. And it's a great, great opportunity. And I've only been in this business about four years in the, in the rehabilitation business. I've been with the Salvation Army for 39 years. Okay, so here, here we Born go. Born and raised in South Minneapolis, came into a little room mm. not too much bigger than this studio and and fell in love with uh, Jesus. A uh, mm. little old lady by the name of Dorothy Gilpin. A lot Dorothy. of people out there, I'm sure, know Dorothy. She's a phenomenal woman of God. She's gone home to be with the Lord now, but mm. she wrapped her arms around me and she said, Jesus loves you. Mm. And uh, I never left. Amen. Yeah. I never left, and, and I've got to work in many, many different aspects, but this is such a great opportunity. Men come to us, and they're just absolutely decimated and broken and distraught and mm. piled on with guilt and shame. And we have the opportunity, as I said, to facilitate this miracle uh, between them and Jesus. And it's a great, great opportunity. The, the program is really an extensive program. And, and guys that go through our program, I mean, it's not easy. Many, you know, many guys, rigorous. many guys, many guys walk mm-hmm. in that front door. Every one of them walk out the door. Not many of them walk out successfully completing the program. Yeah. But we believe, we believe with all of our heart by the power and presence of the Holy Spirit that every guy that walks out of that door has been impacted. Mm-hmm. And so we don't think it's a failure if a guy doesn't get to that completion. Obviously, that's our goal. We want to get to that point. But sometimes you <clears> got to make a couple runs at a- it. A- absolutely. One of our counselors, Charles Orange, he's a guy that uh, it took him 39 times. Oh yeah. My. 39 wow. times on different things. And, and it's interesting wow. because uh, I, I used to I used to kind of wonder, is it, uh, is it treatment uh, or rehabilitation? And I've come to realize that I believe it's both. Yeah. I believe that there are a lot of a, a lot of things that start in that treatment process, but then through the rehabilitation process. You know, I think a lot of folks just get this misconception that they're going to go through a 30-day treatment program and also their life's going to be different and, and new and exciting. And they spent many, 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 many years getting there. 30 days isn't going to do it. It's the beginning of the process. It's the beginning. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. tragic, yeah. if you look at the national averages, because I've spent the last 10 years with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, uh, for people who do a 30-day treatment, 88% relapse within a few months to a year. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tragic, it's an epidemic. And that does, I thought I failed when I went through a treatment. I thought, oh, well, yeah. the cure didn't stick for me. And, and then I eventually made my way to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge for the year program. And I say that because I, I want to tie in the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center 
teen challenge. Now, what you have here are what's unique extended long-term mm-hmm. recovery programs yeah. and right. teen challenge is, is up to a year salvation army and these give people an opportunity not only to get these recovery rehabilitation services but also in built around the cross yeah. and intimate work you work for it the salvation army it's a little bit more of a classroom at teen challenge but tell us a little bit if you can about the process mm-hmm. what if, if someone's out there thinking about going or they got a loved one they want to refer to it mm-hmm. what would they how would they get involved and what would it look like if they mm-hmm. were to engage in the program i'm gonna let jason answer a little bit oh, of that's that. a good thing yeah jason's jason's on to share his testimony later but uh, yeah you know um, it's, it's really just, uh, so are you talking the specific process of I, how know, they would I, yeah, be? Yeah, because someone has, has heard about it. So explain mm-hmm. the option a little bit. What would they anticipate? What would, what does it look like? So it's, and, and I kind of was referred there by my brother who went through the program Okay, and it's known that the program is a long program and yeah. that it's a rigorous program. How long is it? It's a, a minimum of six months up okay. to a year. Okay. So there's a range, but yeah, it is there's a, a range, substantial It's a minimum commitment. of six months, yeah. okay. and it is a substantial commitment. And, and I like to say people who are on my level of addiction, and there's a lot out there, intravenous drug users or, or people who just the 30-day treatment is not long enough for, Yeah, a program like ours is what's really required to be able to get that um, that spiritual awakening, which is really the key to finding recovery. Having that spiritual awakening, the big book says it, itself in there this is not a guideline for you to be able to cure your addiction this is a guideline book to help you find your spiritual awakening which is what is required to perform a life of recovery Mm -hmm. and so you know the the place is it's it trains you on how to get into the nine to five work um gives you the options gives you christ gives you a, a daily your daily doses i guess of you know different factors of what being christ-like is like and how you can incorporate that into your life and you know and there's a lot of alumni like me that are there that you know set the example of this is what you can achieve you know if you if you stick in it and you know it's never too late and i I run a bible study there and it's you know that's what I, i beat on these guys like you know hey I'm a beneficiary. I was probably worse off than everybody in here. And then God has transformed my life. Yeah. So a kind of a brotherhood where you lock arms and peer support and work Mm -hmm. with each other. And it's a countrywide brotherhood. It's a worldwide brotherhood. Mm -hmm. That's great. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio on KKMS 980. And uh, I'm Pastor Dwight Anderson, Director of Prison Mission Association. My co-host, Jim Moore, is the Director of the R3 Collaborative. And we're interviewing Major Jerry O'Neill, who is Administrator of the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center Program. And Jason Roberts is an alumni and dispatcher there. And uh, maybe you guys can just tell the listener, if the listener is listening in right now, how could they enroll in the program? Or do you have a website, telephone number? Good, good, or how? Good. how how can they contact you guys to get well, some help? They can. We've tried to make it as easy as possible. We have a phone number, 612-547-5690. That goes right into our intake department. If you don't have access to that, you can email Minneapolis Intake at usc.salvationarmy.org. Okay. And if you go to salvationarmynorth.org, that talks about really the program piece, and, and there are links to that as well. Later on, when we talk about opportunities to give back, and we'll talk about the satruck.org site, I, I, one of the things I, I don't think that most people are really familiar with is that 
at the Adult Rehabilitation Center, we generate every dime to run our program. And Mm. we do that through the mission of the Ministry of Our Family Stores, all of that. So when you donate, when you shop at those stores, this is exactly where that's going. Mm. Oh, that's Uh, how it ties in. Yes, we have have nine stores in the Twin Cities. And and so that's exactly how, that's how we fund our program uh, is through donations. Mm. And so some folks are like, well, you know, Salvation Army is great. I trust them. I, I give them. But we just, we want folks to know exactly where it's going. The, these dollars are transforming people's lives. And mm-hmm. Jim, you asked a little bit, and I'll, I'll try to get back Please. to the, the, the what does the program look like. A uh, very extensive piece of our program is what we call work therapy. Yep. Uh, a lot of these guys are in the position they are because they don't have or have lost a work ethic, and so they're not able to, to go to work on a regular basis. And a lot of times that puts them right back in the position that they're, that they're in, where they go back to drugs and alcohol and things like that. Uh, counseling, individual counseling, group counseling, opportunities as they develop into the different levels. Uh, there's opportunities. Obviously, we want them to get connected outside. The, the key for long-term sobriety yeah. is the connection. Folks can successfully graduate the program if they don't connect. You talked about some numbers about people staying sober. Yeah. The Salvation Army out west did some numbers, and, and they tracked this group of people. And out of this group of people that got connected to a church fellowship, Salvation Army, Second Baptist, whatever it is, those people that got connected, 86% of those people were clean and sober after a year. 86% of those people, Jim and Pastor Dwight, were clean and sober. They got connected. Like Jason was talking about the idea of the alumni coming back to the center. It isn't just about the opportunity to train and equip and mentor some of these guys. They need that as well. Mm -hmm. It's part of them. It's part of their long-term sobriety. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and so that's that's that. I just want people to understand that, that when you shop at the stores, when you donate, that's what that's where your donations, that's where your dollars are going to fund the Adult Rehabilitation Center See, here in Minneapolis. That's amazing because I, most people wouldn't know that. Yeah, they yeah, go, and I've right. done plenty of shopping there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, out in the suburbs, they're all over the place. But I, so folks, go shopping. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> save some money yeah. and and know where it's going to. Yeah. You are you are partnering with Christ to yes. transform lives and the, the adult rehabilitation. And center. the great thing about it is that the adult rehabilitation center was green long before it was in to be green. Hmm. I mean, we yeah. recycle oh, every single thing, whether it's oh. fabric or metal or anything that can be salvaged to do that. And the great irony is that we're in the salvage business as well when it yeah. comes to souls. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I mean, isn't that great? And it's not just a, it's not just a coincidence, <laughs> you know. The Salvation Army was founded by a Methodist couple, William and Catherine Booth, mm-hmm. who walked underneath the bridge in London and and struggled to talk to people about a heavenly feast when they didn't have food and struggled yes. to talk to them about a heavenly robe when they didn't have clothes. And so they really mm-hmm. sought this ministry. And, and I we don't have time today, but I would challenge you to really look up. The Salvation Army was on the forefront of social change in mm-hmm. London yeah. in, in, mm-hmm. in the early years and really instrumental to do that. And, and so today even still we want to do that. And this concept of, of rehabilitation is there. I think sometimes there's a misnomer too that we're, we're only for people who have drug and alcohol addictions. Uh, and really that's not the case. The, the Rehabilitation Center program was designed, to, it, it says really for anyone who is disenfranchised. There you go. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. folks don't have an addiction, but they just have struggled to get by in society. And, and so the program is for those folks as well. I mean, it's, it's really an opportunity to do that for rehabilitation, for restoration. Jason talked about the time frame. You know, folks during the, while the men are there, they've, they've got uh, things with the legal system. Some of them have 
court system thing, some of them anger management classes. And so all that stuff takes time. And, and, and being in the program facilitates the opportunity. It gives them time. It to, gives them time to, to systematically yeah. rebuild yep. their lives. Yep. And get it all together. That way, mm-hmm. when they leave that front door, they have all the tools to be successful. Oh, amen. Awesome. And, I, and I just want to clarify something, and this will hopefully lead into story time. But the drugs and alcohol we found are the symptoms. It, it's the underlying it's cause. The it's not the problem. It becomes a solution. It becomes somebody's solution. Self-medicating. Uh, and creating pain. only the problem. Yeah. But um, co-occurring psychological disorders, mm-hmm. not having a work ethic, um, not having the legal issues and all those things. So what I hear from you, Major Jerry, is this is a cons- comprehensive program yeah. with an adequate period of time to systematically rebuild. And the heart and soul of it mm-hmm. is to find Christ find faith yeah. as a center and, and as leading into Jason when you spoke earlier Jason I heard about the big book now this isn't this isn't the Bible big book but this is a companion support work yes, because my experience of the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center it also clearly defines Christ as a higher power yes. but it's built around the 12-step program mm-hmm. so so Jason maybe a little more personal to the extent you're willing to Help yeah. us understand and, what it's like to go through this. And that was a good segue, actually, towards my testimony, because I always say that my addiction started when I was four years old. Ooh. And I watched my mother die on Christmas Eve of 83. Hmm. And um, I essentially withdrew into myself um, from that point on. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm still dealing with the grief and, oh, and yeah. the loss from then. So my first addiction was food, you know, and that's where I I put my emotions and my feelings. And then when I was eight years old, my dad had remarried, and then I was uh, physically and sexually abused by my stepmom. So it was a cycle of abuse that I went through throughout my childhood. And uh, I didn't really start getting into hard drugs until, you know, I actually went through school and and went to a two-year college. And when I was 23 years old, I started, I was introduced to methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. And uh, suffice to say, I was in and out of jails. Um, I ended up catching a federal counterfeiting charge um, in 2005. I went to prison for manufacturing counterfeit U.S. currency um, for 61 months. Mm-hmm. And upon being released from there, I uh, was uh, started using heroin intravenously and meth intravenously. Um, I overdosed twice. Um, I had to be... Uh, I shot up with Narcan and, and pulled back to life um, after using heroin. And I was just in the paper for the fentanyl because I was introduced to the fentanyl aspect of it. And, uh, yeah, so I came to – my brother went to the Salvation Army program, and, and I seen it renewed his life, and he's still clean and sober. And I'm an eight-time felon, and I knew I didn't have any chances. And Anoka County gave me a chance and furloughed me to the Salvation Army. And it, it was there I had my spiritual awakening. It was in one of our programs. I had my spiritual awakening moment okay. when, when it just clicked. Hmm. And I knew that, that I needed Jesus to renew my mind, my body, and my spirit. And he removed that obsession for drugs and alcohol from me. Hmm. Amen. I'm, I'm still a very vulnerable person when it comes to addiction, but I don't have that constant craving. And, and I attribute uh, my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, for pulling that from me. Hmm. And the way I stay sober is by giving back. I do whatever I can at the Salvation Army. I run a Bible study there, and you know it's it's a place of renewal. 
It's a place to to find the person that God wants you to be yeah. and to find mm-hmm. your purpose in life. Amen. So you actually became aware of the Salvation Army while you were in jail? Um, yeah, while I was in jail. And Amy Sensor was on our show last week. She mm-hmm. works with intake and admissions. Mm-hmm. And she, and I know there's other folks too, they go out into the jails. Yes. And they actually, to support people, yep. but to actually give them options. And then you mm-hmm. can, they, they can support and advocate for you. They can give your, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a get out of jail free card. <laughs> you got to advocate yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. But the courts are considerate. Mm-hmm. that the courts are looking at rehabilitating people too. Right. So if you have a loved one who's in jail or a loved one who's in and out of jail a lot, this is a viable alternative yeah. and the judges love it. Absolutely. Because yeah. they're going to put you to work. Yeah, and you, 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 your guest, Shug, last week talked about the astronomical cost of keeping people and sending people yeah. to mm-hmm. prison and things like That's that. Right. So it's worth a shot. I mean, yep. it just, yeah. it's just a great opportunity. And, and like Jason was talking about, I mean, for us to be able to facilitate the opportunity for this miracle to happen, and uh, we've got great folks in the Salvation Army and then what we call the Northern Division in the Corrections Department that are involved yeah. in jail. And so they work with folks on reentry and things like that. It's just a great opportunity for them to for them to partner with us as well and said, have you considered this uh, and to do that? Amen. And so, you know, if, if we run into women that there are women's programs, there isn't one yeah. here in Minneapolis, but there are women's adult rehabilitation, Salvation Army adult rehabilitation center programs that we can get women yeah. to as well. And there are there are also other providers. I know at, at Teen Challenge, mm-hmm. we refer people to yep. the Salvation Army yeah. because they needed to build work ethics. And, yep. and Teen Challenge has women's long-term programs mm-hmm. and Union yep. Gospel Mission has yeah. different yeah. programs. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, mm-hmm. you, if you approach the Salvation Army or any of these organizations, they're gonna help you find the right fit. Well, that's the great yeah. thing about this the, this collaborative. We, we love yeah. it. I mean, that's what's behind I, I it. I think God is pleased when He looks down and He sees people working together. I, I know He is, and and for us to be able to do that, I think for a lot of years we kind of thought we could do it all, but the oh. truth is God designed for us to work together, and yes, that's a great thing for us as well. To when a guy does come that maybe doesn't fit the parameters, for us to say, well, this isn't the right fit there for you, you but let's get you to here. Yeah, uh, and if a, a lady comes to us, well, let's get you to here. And and I think that we owe it to these folks to make sure that we're informed, so that we don't just throw a phone book. Now, I'm, now I'm dating myself, Pastor mm-hmm. White. <laughs> we used to have phone books. Yeah, you know, we don't just throw them a phone book and say, or a cell "Go phone. figure it out." Yeah, no, now be, it's here because folks yeah. need that support. Yeah, right. We way. can't do it, but yeah. these people can. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and and be able to do it. We want to be able to facilitate that again, and that's that's all we can do. We cannot make people want to change or change. All we can do is facilitate their miracle just like jason Mm -hmm. talked about his Mm -hmm. miracle a friend of mine once said you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink he didn't Mm -hmm. actually say that i don't know who said that but here's what he added on but you can salt the oats yes that's (laughs) what i've heard we can help motivate and facilitate and i wanted to stress something i thought of when when jason was giving his his testimony if you have a loved one who's in a 30-day treatment or you have are in or have currently recently been in one Think of the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center as an aftercare program. Absolutely. And you can take that breakthrough you got in a 30-day treatment, and then you can go to a six-month residential program. Next step in the yeah. continuum. It, next However step in the continuum. And then, as you said before, right. 
in the in the adult rehabilitation center. They're going to help you hook up with resources yep. for aftercare. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we got a minute mm-hmm. or so left, and you're going to pray us out shortly, yeah, Major hallelujah. Jerry. But could you repeat those emails again and how people can contact not only to get involved in the program, but I'm thinking somebody may be being nudged right now yeah. about helping out. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we every every chapel we pray about that, and and there are there's somebody listening to this program right now that needs to be coming through our doors. Yeah. So uh, if you can't call, show up. Show up at 900 North 4th Street. Just show up and, and come in and let us help you there facilitate you your miracle today. Okay. And I will, you, you, we mentioned some emails or emails, websites earlier. Phone if number. you go to r3collaborative.org, you'll yeah. get links. But yeah. what I also did is I Googled Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center, mm-hmm. and it all popped up. Yeah. So is the Lord good or what? Yeah, yeah. So, just, yeah, so, so if you don't yeah. remember the sites, mm-hmm. remember Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center in Minneapolis, and he will open a door. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the great thing about it is when you, if you call to schedule your pickup uh, for your donation pickup, uh-huh. uh, you'll be able to talk to Jason. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> so, so the music's playing, and that's always our way out. Could you give us yeah, just a five yeah, let's second, pray. Jesus? Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. Today, help us facilitate somebody's miracle. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you, everybody. God bless we'll you. see you guys next week. Break every chain.